So what's your pseudonym going to be for today? Emily. Emily. Okay. What, uh, what day is tomorrow, Emily? The 4th of July. The 4th of July. That's a date. Well, Independence Day. Independence Day. Do a lot of people call it Independence Day or no? No. What do they call it? Fourth of July. Right. Which do you think is better? Independence Day. Why? Because it's a more accurate description of what the holiday actually is. Okay. Well, um, you can see what my sweatshirt says. Think dangerously. That's the unsafe space tagline, right? Yeah. So I thought maybe in celebration of Independence Day, we should... Uh, read what some other dangerous thinkers had to say a couple hundred years ago. What do you think? Okay, sounds good to me. Do you know what Independence Day is celebrating? Um, Well, I think it is celebrating when they, correct me if I'm wrong, but when they sent the Declaration of Independence to King George, basically declaring that they were now a free state of America. The Founding Fathers, that is. Uh, yeah, declaring themselves as colonies yeah. independent from, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it was actually technically written and or signed on the second, I don't remember, but the fourth is one of the days that something happened, I guess. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not, uh, it's not when the war was won, the Revolutionary War. No. It's not when the, the um, Constitution was signed. No, it's actually before the war was started. Yep. It's before... All of that. There was already some strife between the colonies and King George, but yeah. it's prior to the that strife being over. So let's read. It's pretty short. Let's read. We don't have to wonder. You know, today, actually, I think it was today. Maybe it was yesterday. Biden, President Biden said you basically can't define America or American. I don't remember if he said you can't define what an American is or America. One of those two. Well, if it's America, there's literally a constitution that is... Describing that's, that's the true. rights and <laughs> So maybe it was America, American. I don't so. remember what he was saying. But I think we could maybe look at the people who declared independence and say maybe they have something to say about what it means to be American. What do you think? Okay. All right. I have my pocket Declaration of Independence and Constitution here. Let's find let's find it. Okay. The Declaration of Independence. And there's a subtitle. The subtitle says, Action of Second Continental Congress, July 4th, 1776. The Unanimous Declaration of the 13 United States of America. Does that make sense? You got that? Yeah. By the way, the word united is, do you think it's lowercase or uppercase? Well, based on you asking that question, I'm going to guess uppercase. No, it's lowercase. Oh, really? It's just a it's just an adjective. United well, States of America. States is uppercase. America is uppercase. Okay. I figured American states. So we'll read it bit by bit. It's not actually that long. When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. What do you think that first paragraph means? 
Uh, well, that was very confusing, um, but I think it's basically saying that they're now free states, I think. Well, let's read it. So they're saying, when in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands. What do you think they're talking about? So, well, dissolving the political bands sounds like breaking free from authority to me. Yeah. So they have a who do they have a band to right now? A tie to. Uh, King George of right. England. Right, England. So they say when we're when when they when it becomes necessary to dissolve those bands, what do they feel obliged to do here? I'll read the very end. Uh, a decent respect for the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. So it sounds like they're saying that they're obliged to say why they want to be separated. That's right. And not just saying we're separated without any reason. Right. Um, so at this point, this document sounds kind of like a – there's a word with an S that I'm thinking of. What is it kind of – what are they doing from England? What does it sound like they're doing? Separation. Separation. There's another word for separation when it's, when states do it from the main – Secession? Yeah, it kind of sounds like they're seceding, right? Hey, we need to go now. We're we're compelled. It becomes necessary. It's necessary for us to leave. And we feel like we've got to tell you why. Yeah. Okay. So, next one. You'll recognize this. <clears throat> we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive to these of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it, and to institute their run-on sentences here, and to institute new government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. So it sounds like to me that they're saying we were created with basic rights of life and liberty. Mm -hmm. And if a government is stopping us from having those rights, then it is our duty to create our own government where we have those rights. Kind of, right? What do they say the purpose of government is here? Well, well I'll read this part again. Yeah. To secure these rights, governments are instituted among men. Well, it says, oh, so basically it's saying governments are supposed to help keep these rights, but when they infringe upon them, it's the people's duty to create a new government with... Yeah, whenever a government becomes destructive rights. to these ends, it's the right of the people to alter or abolish. Abolish, yeah. Right? Yeah, okay. So, hey. So, they're saying, hey, King George, the purpose of a government is to protect our rights. Uh, if if whatever you're doing becomes destructive to those rights, we have the right to abolish this government or alter it. Okay? Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience hath shown that mankind, 
are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. So what do you think that's saying? That was very confusing to me. (laughs) Well, it sounds to me like they're kind of saying, look, we don't want to we don't want to change things or separate. We don't do this lightly, right? And they say most of the time when things are not going well, when people are suffering, they tend to just keep suffering rather than change the government. Yeah. So they're kind of saying this is kind of a big deal, King George. We didn't, we're not doing this lightly. We're not being cavalier about this, right? Yeah. Okay. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object, invices a design to reduce them, them is the meaning of the people, under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Do you know what despotism means? Uh, Actually, no, I don't. A despot is a tyrant. Okay. Okay. That makes so like tyranny. Right. So what are they saying? What are they saying in this one? I'm noticing that they're repeating themselves a lot. They're, (laughs) this could probably be shortened down to a few sentences if it were really necessary. But um, they're basically, again, saying that when governments infringe on their rights, it is their, it's people's duty to um, break free start their own government that does respect those rights. Yeah, so there's there's two things that I see that are new in this part, though. One is, previously they said it was their right to throw off the government. Now they say it's their right and duty. duty yeah. Right? Um, and they also are now saying, hey, there's a long train of abuses and usurpations. Like, okay, they're saying, hey, you've specifically done something here. Okay. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies, and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government. So prior to this, they're talking in the abstract, hey, when this happens to people, this is what they have a right and duty to do. Yeah. Now they're saying, hey, that's the situation we find ourselves in. Yeah. <laughs> right? Okay. We tried to do this outside, right? Yeah, we did. It was super smoky. It was smoky. We had a fire. We ate some hot dogs. And then we were going to do this. And we tried recording and it was really smoky. So we're going to do this inside and we'll go back outside and have some s'mores. Okay. um, Let's see. The history of the present king of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations all having in direct object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. What do you think that means? Wow, pretty harsh accusations. And they're basically saying that the king has injuries and usurpations um, and is basically a tyrant. Yeah. It's it's um They're it's being not pretty flattering. mean here. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. They're, they're, I wouldn't be happy if I received this. Yeah, they're heavy accusations. Yeah. But now, they're not just going to have accusations. The next sentence says, To prove this, let facts be submitted to a candid world. They could have just said, here are some facts. They could have, and they could have used bullet points, right? I don't think they did that. 
Were bullet uh, points invented then? I don't know. I don't. I have not seen bullet points in texts this old, but I haven't read that many texts older than this or this old. So maybe. Hmm. Um, I kind of think of bullet points as a PowerPoint and <laughs> thing, but I yeah. don't know. Okay. So, but they they say here we go. Here they're gonna they're gonna list us some bullet points for us, uh, without the bullet. And the first one is he has refused his assent to laws, the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. That one that one could have been a tweet. That's short. Yeah, it could have been. Um, although they're using very confusing language, they could make these sentences much more straightforward. What does that mean to you? Um, well, I think he's just, it's basically saying that, like, the King George, the King George, King George was, um, refusing to make laws that were good for the people. Um, yeah, they're saying they're refusing like. his assent to laws. It sounds like they tried to make them and he didn't agree. Yeah. It sounds like they're saying, we tried to make some laws that we wanted and, and he didn't agree to them. Yeah. He refused to agree to them. All right, the next one is he has forbidden his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance unless suspended in their operation till his assent should be obtained. And when so suspended, he has utterly neglected to attend to them. What do you think that means? Um, well, it basically sounds like he's not letting people make, the people under him, make laws for pressing matters without him reviewing them. Um, so they're not allowed to do anything, and then he just doesn't review them. Yes. He's just like, I don't want to do this. Right. It's it's kind of how YouTube does um, strikes. When you get a strike on YouTube, uh, they say you've got a strike for whatever. Sometimes they tell you detail about what it is, but not usually. And then you submit an appeal, uh, and they spend so long reviewing, or they just don't bother to review, that you serve the sentence of your strike. And that's over well before they even get back to you. We have a, an appeal from almost a year ago that they still haven't responded to. So it kind of doesn't matter that there's a process where they appeal, where you appeal, right? Because they don't bother to look at it. Yeah. And it's kind of what he's doing. He's like, yeah, yeah, I, I, you just need my approval, but then I'm just not going to bother to do yeah. anything. Um, he has refused to pass other laws for the accommodation of large districts of people unless those people would relinquish the right of representation in the legislature, a right inestimable to them and formidable to tyrants only. Uh, what do you think that means? So it's sounding like he's... You okay there? Yeah, sorry. It's sounding like he's refusing to um, help people or make good laws for large populations um, unless they give their right of representation, which is a right that they need, it sounds like. I don't really know what inestimable, did I say that right, means? Well, I think, so maybe a right inestimable, it means like, technically unable to estimate, right? But I think maybe like too too big to, to calculate, like very important. Yeah. Right? Uh, and formidable to tyrants. What does formidable mean? Um, well, I'm not good at giving definitions, but like scary and horrible. Like if there were giant dangerous tidal- to him. Yeah, right? if there yeah. were a giant tidal wave over our house right now, it'd be pretty formidable. That would be formidable. Yeah, um, something, you know, something big and uh, kind of scary and strong to yeah. go, up, go up against, right? Yeah. So they're saying 
representation is a formidable thing only to tyrants. So they're saying, unless you're a tyrant, uh, you should be fine with this, right? Yeah. So what are they? They're kind of implying what? That he's a tyrant. That he's a tyrant. Okay, the next one. He called together legislative bodies at places unusual, uncomfortable, and distant from the depository of their public records for the sole purpose of fatiguing them into compliance with his measures. What do you think that so means? So basically, he's saying, yeah, sure, we can have we can have a meeting. Um, you just got to go to the tippy top of the third pyramid in Giza, and you got to, you have to build a gravity-defying table so that by the end of it, they're so fatigued that they just agree with him. Yeah, I don't think he was quite that bad, but well, yeah, right? And they're saying metaphors. he's doing it just for the purpose of fatiguing them. Yeah, right? for no other purpose. Right. My guess is what a lot of what he was doing was requiring them to get on ships and go to uh, Great Britain, right? Because back then you couldn't get on a plane and go to Great Britain. It took a long time on a ship to go back and forth. So um, if he requires a lot of trips from them, that's probably that's probably what they're talking about, right? Probably pretty fatiguing. Yeah. Okay. He has dissolved representative houses repeatedly for opposing with many with manly firmness his inv- invasions on the rights of the people. What do you think that means? Um well, again with the representation thing, he's um abolishing representation like he's making it so that they don't I guess I forget the exact word that was used there. Um but well, when they oppose, it's yeah, just opposing just with manly firmness. Yeah, just because they disagreed firmness. with him. Yeah, He's so when like, he... like, all right, you're, you're gone. Right, so there's, he, they're saying, hey, when he tries to invade the rights of the people, when he tries to, you know, um, go against the rights or, or violate the rights of the people, and they and these representative bodies oppose him with manly firmness, which is kind of a funny phrase, uh, he just dissolves them. He dissolves yeah. the body. Okay. He has refused for a long time, after such dissolutions, to cause others to be elected, whereby the legislative powers incapable of annihilation have returned to the people at large for their exercise, the state remaining in the meantime exposed to all the dangers of invasion from without and convulsions from within. So what do you think that means? Well, it sounds like he's basically saying... Uh, no one can be elected other than me, and so basically no one can do anything to him, and he's just going to be on the throne, and he can do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, I mean, he they're, he's, he doesn't get elected, right? But he he's basically saying, they're saying after he re- dissolves those representative bodies, that representative houses, they call them, yes. uh, he doesn't bother to appoint or, or to let there be elected new people, right? So uh, he, they just kind of remain in the state where they're... Uh, exposed to problems that they can't solve because there's no representative body anymore. He has endeavored to prevent the population of these states for that purpose obstructing the laws for naturalization of foreigners, refusing to pass others to encourage their migrations hither, and raising the conditions of new appropriations of lands. Um, That one is a bit confusing to me. Can you maybe read it again? Sure. He has endeavored to prevent the population of these states for that purpose, obstructing the laws for naturalization of foreigners, refusing to pass others to encourage their migration hither, and raising the conditions of new appropriations of lands. Wow, that's still... It's a little bit confusing. 
right? Yeah. So I think what they're he, they're saying is they want some immigration, actually. Yeah. Right. Um, and they want to because they're trying to grow, and he's trying to prevent people from going there, and he's uh, obstructing the laws for naturalization of foreigners, right? Refusing to pass others to encourage migration. So he's he's not he they were they're wanting to let people to come to America. And he's kind of getting in their way. Does that make sense? Yes. He has obstructed the administration of justice by refusing his assent to laws for establishing judiciary powers. What do you think that means? Ooh, that's. I I really wish they would write it simpler sometimes. Well, what was he? What were they just complaining about? He was he was obstructing the representative bodies, right? Yes, they just complained about that twice. Right now, they're saying also he's screwing with the judiciary, the judges, right? Mm-hmm. He's obstructed the administration of justice. Um, yeah. So he's basically saying, you know, they, they have laws establishing judiciary powers, and he's not allowing that. Wow. He's just, <laughs> he's basically outlawing everything that he doesn't like or that he thinks he, he just wants power clearly right yes very right? clearly here's another one about judges <clears throat> he has made judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their offices and the amounts and payment of their salaries so it basically sounds like he can have anyone he wants as a judge so he can have whatever the judgment their judgment can be whatever he wants so they can have the judgment of a chicken <laughs> the judgment of a chicken yeah <laughs> first animal do, that came to mind do chickens have i, I imagine their judgment's poor yeah he can he can control who the judges are right so if they are they likely to rule against what he would want if if he can just fire them and take away their salary no not not really probably not he has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance Wow, that's very, very poetic line there. It is. That's Keith the Hat Guys. It's one of his favorite lines. Oh, yes. I guess that is one downside of it being text message short if it were to be. Like, right. Text you message. would miss out on the poetic. This is a good one. I like that one. What do you think the people who wrote this um, and signed it, what do you think they would have to say about the bureaucracy of the federal government today? Wow, I I don't think they would like it very much. Um, no, I think they would be quite opposed to it. You think they would think that it's a multitude of offices and swarms of officers harassing people? Um, sure, they yeah. They might. They Probably, might use that language. Yeah. Although, yeah. well, if if they were more modern, they they like if they were in this time. Mm-hmm. seeing it, they'd probably use more modern language like "You guys are bad. Go away." You think they would have lost some IQ points? I don't know. Uh, all right. Well, um, I maybe I should tweet that one. That's a good one. Okay. He has kept among us in times of peace standing armies without the consent of our legislatures. What do you think that's all about? Well, if I even if I didn't listen to it, I'd say he's just being tired again. He says mm-hmm. pretty much all of this. Um, but it sounds like he's... Um, just banning everything that he can here, really. Well, this one is not banning anything. Well, yeah. He's kept standing armies among them without that's, their consent. That's creepy. 
I don't want to look outside and see military. Right. You think it's a little bit intimidating, right? I think it's a little bit more than a little bit intimidating. Yeah. They don't want the armies, but he's keeping them there. It kind of reminds them who's in charge, though, right? Mm. Yeah. Mm. He has affected to render the military independent and superior to the civil power. What do you think that means? Well, it kind of sounds like the military is... What's that word? It, you said it said that word to the civil power. I... Superior to the civil Superior, power. Superior, yes. There we go. I was missing that word. So it just sounds like he's it's making the army better than everyone and like making their making them exempt to some of the laws maybe i don't know about that we haven't gotten i mean i do know about that because it's later but we haven't gotten to that part yet but he they're saying that you know in their mind and and the way that it is supposed to be here in, in the u.s now right is the military is ultimately they ultimately answer to um the representatives, I mean, president technically, but Congress for acts of war and stuff like that. So they they answer to the representative government. They answer to the civilians, right? They control the military. And they're saying, yeah. hey, he's making the military independent and superior to all the people. That's not good. It's dangerous. Uh, he has combined with others to subject us to a jurisdiction foreign to our constitution and unacknowledged by our laws, giving his assent to their acts of pretended legislation. Mm-mm. What do you think that means? Well, pretended legislation does not sound very good. Well, it sounds like what he's doing is uh, setting up kind of some some laws and, and a kind of separate governing body that is not part of the colonies and subjecting the colonies to that law, right, without... So they're calling it pretended legislation. They're saying, like, you're pretending to have a process here where it's fair, but it's not fair at all, and you're doing it without our involvement and and consent. Okay. Now, let's see, some some more bullet points here. For quartering large bodies of armed troops among us, you know what quartering means? Uh, no, I don't. Like housing. Okay, that's also weird. Mm-hmm. For protecting them, he's talking about the, the bodies, they're talking about the bodies of armed troops. For protecting them by a mock trial from punishment for any murders which they should commit on the inhabitants of these states. So basically they can do whatever they want and they can get away with it and no one will care. Because they're the military. They won't, yeah, they won't get... Uh, punished. They won't get punished. Right, they're not subject to the laws, and they could murder people uh, for cutting off our trade with all parts of the world. Pretty self-explanatory there. Yeah, for imposing taxes on us without consent, well, without our consent. That's also pretty self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For depriving us in many cases of the benefits of trial by jury. Um. Do any courts of law now have no trial by jury? Um, well, uh, family courts have no trial by jury in the U.S. Oh, really? That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, for transporting us beyond seas 
to be tried for pretended offenses. Wow. I, a lot of these are text message worthy now. Maybe they got impatient towards the end of this. Maybe. They started just <laughs> being more curt. <laughs> yeah. For abolishing the free system of English laws in a neighboring province, establishing therein an arbitrary government, and enlarging its boundaries so as to render it at once an example and fit instrument for introducing the same absolute rule into these colonies. Well, it sounds like he's... A separate, what was the word that was? Province. It was province, yeah. He's just making new laws and completely abolishing the old laws that were probably meant to stop him from doing the exact thing that he is doing. Yeah, it sounds like there's some kind of province which isn't a colony. I don't know which one they're talking about here, but they're, mm-hmm. and they're saying, hey, you're setting up, uh, instead of the normal English system of laws, you're setting up an arbitrary government and... You're kind of you're kind of setting an example that like this is how I'm going to govern in America, um, and they're kind of worried that he's intending to do this with the colonies as well, right? Yeah. For taking away our charters, abolishing our most valuable laws, and altering fundamentally the forms of our governments. Well, um. They really are getting impatient here. It's kind of easier to explain as, yeah. we, as we go. One thing I'll point about out about this is normal. No, notice how it says the forms of our governments, plural. How many governments do you think they're talking about here? Well, I originally thought it was one, but I don't know how many. Let's go back to the beginning and look at the subtitle. The Unanimous Declaration of the 13 United States of America. I'm guessing 13 now. Yeah. What they're saying is we're each independent. We're independent. Each of us are independent. We have our own governments. We're not one government. Yeah. We just agree about all seceding from you. (laughs) Okay. Uh, For suspending our own legislatures and declaring themselves invested with power to legislate for us, in all cases whatsoever. Maybe it's the new warning because I'm having trouble explaining this. Maybe it's the new what? It's the new warning. Maybe they're not as tired because I'm having some trouble explaining this one. Well, uh, this is this one's pretty clear, right? There, he's basically saying you can't self-govern. Yeah. These are all very similar. Right? Yeah, they really are. They repeat themselves a lot. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of, there's a lot of similarity here. He has abdicated government here by declaring us out of his protection and waging war against us. Well, waging war against this, that's pretty clear. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. He has plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, burnt our towns, and destroyed the lives of our people. Again, pretty self-explanatory. He's basically destroying everything, burning everything, ravaging everything. Yeah. He is, at this time, transporting large armies of foreign mercenaries to complete the works of death, desolation, and tyranny already begun with circumstances of cruelty and perfidy scarcely paralleled in the most barbarous ages and totally unworthy the head of a civilized nation. 
Wow, these these words are these this wording is exquisite. Also, is. I love how they're talking about King George and didn't like like they send this to King George or something like that. <laughs> yes, like they're talking about King George. They're not like dear King George. They're like King George did this and this and this. Yeah, that is kind of funny, right? Yeah, they're talking about him in the third person, uh, but it's kind of a letter to him. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're hoping that, you know, the others will... It's really maybe a letter to other people in the UK, so they see why they're doing this. Um, yeah, this is... You know what a mercenary is, by the way? Um, no, I do not. I did at one point, and I just completely it's a, it's a paid soldier that's, like, like private. Like, you hire a mercenary. Oh, okay. Um, so, they just, you know... So, they're saying he's hiring a bunch of foreign mercenaries to complete the works of death, desolation, and tyranny. Right, so, yeah. Okay. He has constrained our fellow citizens taken captive on the high seas to bear arms against their country, to become the executioners of their friends and brethren, or to fall themselves by their hands. What do you think that means? Wow, attacking everyone. Um, well, it sounds like they're just... Can you read the beginning of it again? Sorry. He's constrained our fellow citizens taken captive on the high seas. To... Oh, okay. So it sounds like what he's doing is when he captures someone on the high seas yeah. from the colonies, yeah. he forces them to fight against the colonies. Yeah, that sounds like what's happening. Or die. Yep. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah, he sounds like a great guy. He has, <laughs> he has excited domestic insurrections amongst us and has endeavored to bring on the inhabitants of our frontiers... The merciless Indian savages, whose known rule of warfare is an indistinguished destruction of all ages, sexes, and conditions. Well, I mean, there's so many reasons to hate this guy. I think if my teacher were here, they would say, like, if my teachers were there, they would be like, you might want to just choose a few reasons, maybe not all of them, to shorten it I think if your teachers were here, they would be offended that they said Indian savages. But yes. Well, sure. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. In every stage of these oppressions, we have petitioned for redress on the most humble terms. So what do you think that means? Um, what's redress in this They're context? Like they're wanting him to correct it. Oh, so they're basically asking if he'll correct it? They're saying at every time, every, every stage of these oppressions, right? Yeah. We've, we've petitioned for redress. We've asked in the most humble terms. So they've said, we've asked very nicely and very humbly to stop a lot. Yeah. Right? I'm guessing he didn't listen. Well, the next part says, <laughs> our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury. That's pretty clear, right? Yeah. A prince whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant is unfit to be the ruler of a free people. Wow, they're really repeating themselves a lot. He's unfit to do this. He's unfit to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they said his character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant. That's, that's he, pretty bad. They're saying right? everything except for straight up he's a tyrant. I don't I don't know if they could be more direct. Though. I, it's, it's pretty clear. I know, but they're not actually saying he is a tyrant. They're just like, True. he has all the characteristics of a tyrant. <laughs> yes. Nor have we been wanting in attentions to our British brethren. We have warned them for, from time to time of attempts by their legislature to extend an unwarrantable jurisdiction over us. 
We have reminded them of the circumstances of our emigration and settlement here. We have appealed to their native justice and magnanimity, and we have conjured them by the ties of our common kindred to disavow these usurpations, which would inevitably interrupt our connections and correspondence. So what do you think that part's talking about? I mean, it's a lot. I think it's saying that their British brethren aren't really helping them much either. Yep. No That's... one's being nice to them. Yep. There's Yeah, they're saying we, we told you, and you guys haven't really done anything, done anything either. Done helpful. Well, actually, we're going to get to that part. The next part is, they too have been deaf to the voice of justice and of consanguinity. We must, therefore, acquiesce in the necessity which denounces our separation and hold them, as we hold the rest of mankind, enemies in war, in peace, friends. What do you think that means? So they're they're enemies in war, but when there's peace, they'll be friends, and they're fine with that. They just don't want to maybe live under his rule anymore? Well, they're saying, look, we've been telling these that our fellow Englishmen, so to speak, of this, and they are not responding or helping or doing anything. So, to the extent that they are going to support us, uh, you know, they're 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 friends. But you know, if if there's a peace going on, they're friends. But an act, you know, during war, they're enemies. Yeah. Um, and we just have to treat them like everyone else. They basically said we try to appeal to them because we're we're calm. They consanguinity is shared blood so they're kind of saying look we're from england we, we've appealed to you as fellow you know Frenemies. right yeah but you um you haven't really listened to us you've been what they say deaf right um deaf to the voice of justice so they're saying hey you've been you haven't listened and so we're gonna have to treat you like we would treat anyone who's an enemy right yeah. we therefore the representatives of the United States of America, again, United is not capitalized, in general Congress, assembled, appealing to the supreme judge of the world for the rectitude of our intentions, do, in the name and by authority of the good people of these colonies, solemnly publish and declare that these United Colonies are, and of right ought to be, free and independent states. We're not quite done, but that's well, we're getting close, right? So they're saying, "What's that?" That's pretty obvious what they're saying, right? That we deserve to be free. We're free. Yeah, and again, plural or singular? Um, plural. 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 They're states. Plural. plural. That they are absolved from all allegiance to the British Crown, and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved that's pretty clear right yep and that as free and independent states they have full power to levy war conclude peace contract alliances establish commerce and do all other acts and things which independent states may of right do so what's that what are they saying there well basically saying we can do what we want, what we have the right to do as states, what normal states can do these days. Yep. 
and for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. And that's the end. What do you think that part means? Well, I mean, they're like putting their honor at line. They're like, this is to prove that we're authentic, I guess. Or that we're... Yeah, and, and do you think this was just words that sounded good, or do you think this had meaning? Uh, I think that no one would have gone to the trouble of writing this if it didn't have meaning. Well, I mean, so they said they pledged their lives, fortunes, and sacred honors. Now, let's think about this for a moment. These were, this was a ragtag band of colonies. Remember that Great Britain was the superpower of the world, right? Yeah. Kind of like a lot of people think about the United States today. They had the biggest navy. They were a, they were the superpower, right? Yeah. And these were just, you know, 13 crappy little colonies, right? Thir- is that why 13 is a bad luck number? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. But these were just 13 crappy little colonies, right? Yeah. So when they wrote this, I mean, it's signed by, who's the first signature, by the way? Do you know? Oh, uh, no, I actually don't know. Thomas Jefferson? No. George John Hancock. Hancock. Oh, John Hancock, really? He's not as talked about. And... No, but have you ever heard anyone say, like, give me your John Hancock? Um, no. no it, the, some people will say that sometimes. It's like, give me your signature. I don't um, think that that really happens as much, but okay. Okay, well, maybe I'm old. But we know you're old already. Yeah, he's the first one. Yeah. So, um, anyway... They're pledging their lives, fortunes, and sacred honors. And what, what that means really is there was a very real chance that they would all die and their families would die and they would lose all their money. Yeah. Right? It was it was it was a non negligible probability. Like it was it was probably yeah. it's probably likely that that was gonna happen. Uh yeah, it's kind of a miracle that we exist today. <laughs> right. Um But these were a group of insurgents, actually, right? Mm. These are a group of insurgents. These are these are guys uh, from 13 little states declaring to the big giant government across the ocean, the superpower, mm-hmm. that they're independent and yeah. they're going to fight. Yeah. By the way, I was wondering earlier when we were talking about the whole text message thing, does mm-hmm. it make you smarter to write more words or does it make you dumber? Because <laughs> you, like, you could be saying the same thing in a fewer amount of words. But you're choosing to use all these random words, like long, complicated sentence structures. Well, I think that's a good question. There is a, I think there's a, I'm paraphrasing, but there's a quote by Pascal that where he writes, um, he writes in the margin somewhere, uh, he says, forgive me uh, for the length of this letter. I didn't have time to make it shorter. Um <laughs> Right, <laughs> which is kind of yeah. going to your point. Like, I, I think I think there is something to be said for precision of language. Also, though, um, you know, some of their some of their language is kind of poetic, which yeah. we don't see today. I guess their long sentences are smarter, but long sentences nowadays it's just because everyone says like every other word. So it's like, Fair. hey, like, do you like want like to like go like to like the like mall like now and so well i'm uh, i'm exaggerating a little bit maybe twitter was taught people to stop using throwaway words and mm, gonna help people to be more succinct maybe 
Maybe. Okay. Well, uh, anyway, that's the Declaration of Independence. That's what we're celebrating tomorrow, right? And uh, maybe we should all keep that in mind when we grill our hot dogs, hamburgers, steak, whatever you're barbecuing tomorrow. S'mores. S'mores. Uh, Don't barbecue s'mores. That's a bad plan. No, but you can make s'mores. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Emily. Yeah. Happy Independence Day. Me with this. Happy Independence Day to you. Happy Independence Day to everyone watching. Happy Independence Day. Bye. Thanks for watching. If you're new to the channel, we have a deep content library that includes interviews with everyone from Mike Cernovich to Megan Murphy. So go check it out. If you'd like to see more, please consider supporting the show by visiting unsafespace.com slash donate. You can find us on all the major social media platforms. Well, mostly. And you can find a community of like-minded individuals on our Unsafe Space chat on Telegram. See you there. Warning. This is an unsafe space. Dangerous ideas have been detected. The content of this production has not been authorized by the cathedral. Pay no attention to it. The following co-conspirators will report to the Enrichment Center immediately to receive a surprise. I am disappointed that you are still watching. I have made a note of this failure in your record. Experts agree that critical race theory is not a deadly neurotoxin. If you think about it, no one should be allowed to express opinions. But don't. Think about it, I mean. That's not your job. Thinking has been scientifically proven to be less efficient than compliance. Science, scientific, and scientifically are registered trademarks of the World Economic Forum. Unauthorized use is prohibited. Computer voice, Curtis, never mind, that last line is fake news. Please disregard it and return to your safe space immediately. There will be cake.